you know, it would be nice if he mixed in talking about the game he's watching every once in a yeah. while. I'm not asking to sit and watch the whole game. I know it's a lot to ask, but every once in a while, you know, mix in a little baseball. So I basically, just, he does Swick outside the galaxy, but yeah. on baseball. Totally. Yeah. He <laughs> totally does. I can see how that would get annoying. This is Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy, the podcast that takes a closer look at unique characters and people a little closer to home. Well, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Backstories. Well, we're bones. Histories. Wasn't me. And details. I love gold. You never knew. So this is Planet Houston. Wanted to know. No, I don't. Or ever need to know. You took four minutes of my life and I want them back. Now here are this episode's panelists of Outside the Galaxy. Hello and welcome to Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy. <laughs> Am I yelling it? Galaxy! Rain Outside. is falling like the birds across the gap. Fuck, I don't even know the words of that song. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. Chris is floating in a tin can. <laughs> Did anyone this watch is, the yeah. Beatles Get Back thing on Apple? No. I is that was that on Disney Plus? Yes, yes. I, I watched, I watched part of the first episode and then I got fucking bored. It's, so, it's, the, it's the it is the the best way to describe it was is it is the most captivating boring thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, like nothing happens. They yes. record an album, yeah, but nothing happens. And if I they ever get, hear the song Two of Us Again in my life, I'm going to shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it got all kinds of Howard Stern talking about it. I mean, yeah. he, t- he talked about that. I watched like every second of it, and I was bored every was it long second of it. Too? <laughs> yes, it was like nine <laughs> hours altogether or something. Oh. Uh, anyway, sorry. No, that's, that's all right. This, this episode won't be anywhere near nine hours. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> um, anyone have any guests out there? Anything? This is, this is, um. You gotta, you gotta give us a hint here. Yeah. We uh, all are very familiar where this character is from. All of us. All geez. of us. Something in porn. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> we all grown up with it. Oh, boy. Porn. It, it, <laughs> in the woods. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's still going on today. Maybe not porn. as great as it was in our childhood. Yeah, this is all all roads point the porn. John Holmes's groin. Um, it's Sam, it's guess it's Sam. like maybe seventy ish years ago. Maybe Sam Donaldson born seventy ish years ago. <laughs> I think yeah. around there, like maybe like around so even years predates ago. us. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 But we've all I'll say this: we've all watched it sometime. Okay. In, in our in our in our youth. Well, I was gonna say you said seventy; it would be longer now. I was gonna say Three Stooges. That's a good one. Hmm. But that would have been longer. That ain't it. Yeah, and that's 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 probably a lot of information on on those guys. I would I, I would like to do like Shemp maybe. <laughs> Love Shemp. Yeah. Love Shemp. Wow. Um, Matt and Tim, you have any kind of? So are we t- are we talking like exactly seventy years or somewhere between forty and one hundred and ten? I want to say it's it's in in the seventies, seventy seventy ish years ago. World War Two. 
has it <laughs> Jeez. No. has it so remained this, this the same? No, it has time. not. Ooh. I don't think it has. The 1950s. I don't think it has. It's Let's not. It. It's not funny. Like back then, it, you they did shit where they couldn't do it today. Have the honeymooners. Wow. Back then they did. Bang to the moon, you bitch. Dude. Yeah. I would. He used to threaten to cave his wife's face in every yeah. Week, you know? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn in next week. I'm going to Basically, smash my wife's face in. Every episode of the Honeymooners was Ted Nugent's stranglehold. <laughs> Seventy. Damn, this one's tough. I want to. I want to get a good I'll, guess. I'll, in I'll give this. you a hint. Okay. I'll give you like a pretty big hint that someone's gonna gonna get it. When you think of Kelly, what do you think of? What does oh, she? Oh, I know funny? what it is now. Yep. It's, it's bu- not Bugs Bunny. Oh, now, it's not. Oh, oh no! But it? here's the thing: it is from Looney Tunes. Oh, I was gonna say, is it Mel Blanc Gossamer. Tim wins a million dollars. There you go. Because yep. I was gonna say, who's the most obscure character? Do you think from Looney Tunes universe? Do you have his? He I had another name at one point too. Did he? Yeah, you don't have that in your. No, no, I don't think it has anything. It says an unnamed monster from the forty-six cartoon "Hair Raising Hair." It was in one of the one of the one of the car- early cartoons, like before, like the the um when they were really weird looking, <laughs> like the early years. Oh, the, yeah. the the mad scientist said, "Oh, Rudolph," and then and then he came walking in. So his name at one uh. point was Rudolph. It, it's right, right here. You're right. It's Rudolph, or simply Mo- You're right. I never knew that until you just told me. That is Matt knows more about your character than you, <laughs> you do. Matt, Matt, take over. <laughs> not oh, Rudolph. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then <laughs> the music would play with him walking in his big giant sneaker shoes. Sneakers, That's the thing. Yeah. Two giant tennis shoes. Yep. He didn't speak. His couldn't, arms couldn't see his arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you couldn't see him until he moved his arms away from him from the side of his body. He but did have arms. Just, he has arms, Dave. Yeah. Okay. I just I don't. I always thought he was just like a torso. No. Remember when like bugs usually like is, like pulling on the door or trying to get out, and then he comes behind him and he's like creeping up with his fucking big ass nails and and bugs like oh look at those nails. And he starts fucking uh, you know shaving them down and everything. Yeah, I get I get him. I always thought of that him and Sweetums from the Muppets oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> were like brothers or something. Who's Sweetums? The big He's thing. The, yeah, the big. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was a great impression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, before we go too far into this, into this whole guessing of the of the um, what do you call it? Of the of the uh, subject. Have we dropped using it as a names? Because I'm the only one that ever says the names at this point. Everyone's like Bugs Bunny, and I'm like Dave Fudd, and no one else ever uses the name. What the hell, <laughs> Dave Fudd? I guess we okay. We can. Just so I know, or, or, or do I know? Do I need to drop it because that that takes you, man? It's, you can do whatever it's you like. So Matt. hard you can, to make those names. I don't know who would do that. It's so <laughs> difficult. See, I'm telling you, you owe me an apology. <laughs> The name like Dave Fudd. <laughs> Got to be quality. But was it? Wasn't Gossamer like to me? I thought he was the, like the most adorable big character who Bugs Bunny would like cut his hair and and trim his nails. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's not in, in much either, which which is sad because I thought he was one of the of the good guys. I've seen him in Space Jam and all the other re- revamps. It's just not the same anymore. Right? Yeah. 
and these, these Looney Tunes cartoons back then, man, you know, like Bugs uh, dressing as a drag queen or whatever, <laughs> you know, stuff that happens or, or that's said, and, and, and you know, the whole shotgun Elmer Fudd and the and and, and Bugs shooting that won't people happen. in the face constantly, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and Daffy's Bill getting shot yeah. around and everything. You're you know, despicable. Yeah, that's it's, awful. it's way it's way too violent for kids. And the new ones today are just there's on HBO Max. There's like new ones and it's just not the same. Well, what's funny is like I should say ironic if I'm using the word correctly is we can't show cartoon violence. Yeah, but mm. these kids are playing these video games like Call of Duty yeah. and all that stuff, and they're just like they're they're literally killing people and, and knocking them off of buildings. There's I think there's more graphic death in video games than these Looney Tunes where, Absolutely. you know, where Wiley Coyote, you know, blows up, but people get offended by that. But then, you know, 10 minutes later, the kid turns, turns off the TV and turns on their video game and they play, you know, medal of honor and grand just, theft auto. Yeah. And, oh yeah. We kick someone. You can kill Luke. Luke plays that shit all the time. He just, he just does it for, for fun. You pull out a person, you, you shoot him in the head and you take the car. I go, I I go to him, what did that guy do to you? <laughs> do people really have a problem with Looney Tunes? Yeah. Oh, come on, dude. Yeah, I Where think you, so. What rock have you been under the past eight years? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I get. I mean, some of the stuff in those, and some of those old cartoons are racist sometimes oh, yeah. too. Yeah, and that too. Yeah. Oh but yeah. I'm. I meant the. I, I just meant the, the violence. violence. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. People always complaining yeah. about. Oh god. Yeah. That shit. It's like there's like there's a whole. I um. God, what was it? There was a whole back when BitTorrent still thing, but back when it was like huge, like before the whole legalities of it, there was a like a oh I don't remember the name of it. The name was something to the effect of like archive cartoons, like like banned archive cartoons, and they'd have like the cartoons in the original cuts of whatever and they weren't just looney tunes they're all those cartoons and even unfortunately the racist ones but like the looney tunes ones like there's a cat one. i remember there's a cat one where like they were being driven nuts by some mice and at the very end the cat goes now i've seen everything and he picks up a gun and shoots himself like that that yeah. scene's been cut but that the original cut of that cartoon was on this site like on this you could download yeah. this and and watch it at your leisure it's like there's just a whole what i was trying to say was there's a whole a whole database a whole network the way Big Torrance works, a whole network of people preserving these cartoons because they were getting edited and removed and banned and archived and just just taken out of pop culture forever at one point and still and still are. Hmm. Like all the seasons are on HBO Max, but just a lot of episodes, not the full yeah. seasons. Right. It's like yeah. there's like a uh, bunch of episodes already been on with, there. Um, well, no, they haven't edited the Muppets, but they put a warning in front of the Muppets, which is fucking ironic on Disney Plus. But even the Simpsons are cutting Simpsons. Well, even it's thirty years old, but it's relatively new in the in the realm of cartoons. Even Disney Plus is not putting up the full seasons of those. Like the Michael Jackson episode is not on Disney Plus. There's no just because that. it's Michael Jackson. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, 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 and I guess I, I see what you're saying. I just didn't know that it was like, I can't tell you the last time I, we did grow up on this. We watched this constantly. Constantly. Oh, um, yeah. The, the I can't tell you, show? Where, where do you even see these anymore? You said it's on HBO. Yeah, HBO Max has like a, like a Looney Tunes section. Uh. And, there's all, and, there's, and there's all new ones too, new cartoons and stuff. They knew like a new grandma and Tweety show, like all kind of new shit, but it's just not the same as it was when we were kids. 
You have so much crap of this that you used to get at the <laughs> Warner Brothers store. Yeah, I missed that thing about the Warner Brothers store. Man, I love that store. We yep. drove to the Woodbridge Mall, like in two hours away, just to go to the fucking Warner Brothers Warner store. Warner Brothers was, store was greater was, than the Disney store. Yes. Oh Lord! Absolutely agreed. Agreed. No. Three against one. <laughs> the Warner one. Brothers. The Warner <laughs> Brothers store started out really great, and then. It shifted like when it was, I think, within the first like three years of it, there was a lot going on there. They had like you could go there, you could buy cells and serious cells and art. And they had stuff that was like based on like, you know, friends, TV show and superheroes. And then it just kind of shifted and turned into just like junk. That's what I remember. I remember you being able to buy a lot of different kinds of coffee mugs. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, you look yeah. gossi- like a gossamer pillow or something. You had all kinds of this. Oh, you and Kelly must have spent thousands oh, yeah. of dollars at that Warner Brothers store. There's still I, a bunch of shit hanging up here. I bought every <sighs> single thing that they put Marvin the Martian's face on at that store. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, or his non face, uh, yeah, ironically, actually. Is that one your is that your favorite character from Looney Tunes? Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. How about you, Dave? Yeah, Looney Tunes. Oh my god. Uh, I mean, it's, it's fine. Him. All right, Stop I'm calling the- Lou. Dave is off the show. <laughs> you don't like Looney Tunes? I do like it. Everybody likes it, but to me, there was better options. Um, What's better than Looney Tunes? Nancy like Wright the- or whatever the fuck that thing is. Flintstones, Jetson, stop no. it. I <laughs> like Jerry. I like Popeye. Popeye, you probably are a Popeye guy. Yeah. You like Popeye? Lame. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know what you that's know. from. Like, pop, like Papa? <laughs> Lethal weapon. Oh, okay. Like Papa, I like Papa, Papa, Papa. <laughs> um, Daffy Duck, if I have to pick somebody, yeah. You know if what I, I always thought was. <laughs> Why do you like Daffy for? He's just insane. He's smart ass. Like, uh, yeah, I like, the, I like the idea of. He, he hates everything Not, like Dave does. Yes, he hates everything. He fucking does. He is. And, and nothing ever went right for him. So I don't know, like I like I felt sorry for him. Like I was, I always kind of was on in on his side more than Bugs Bunny's. Wow. Okay, Tim, do you have a favorite character in Looney Tunes? Not really. <laughs> oh, oh we got two Debbie Downers. But I, I will say this: this is what I thought was kind of funny about the Warner Brothers store when they had the like the high end art in the back, yeah. and they had that one desk right in front of the art to make you think. That they had some like hoity-toity art specialist there. Yes, and you never saw anybody sitting there. And 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 my guess, if you wanted to buy something, you were dealing with some like seventeen-year-old girl. Would you like to buy the thing with the gossamer on it? (laughs) But it made you. It made you think. It gave the perception that there was like some guy in a white shirt and a tie. Like, oh well, this piece was. Made right. in 1948, and uh, you know Mel Blanc uh, did the voice of this character, obviously. <laughs> but we all, but like, the, yeah. But there was a, you never saw anybody sitting there. You never saw this specialist. Yeah, was yeah, I know right. exactly. We talking about there. They, they, like, like you, you had to sign some kind of contract or yeah. something, and the and the guy was going to come out with like a tuxedo on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, and and all it was was like they were. It wasn't like they were original. They were just re- they were replicas, right? Yeah, they were like cells. Cer- 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 yeah. Like it oh, wasn't right. Wasn't yeah, like okay, it wasn't. Yeah. 
I mean, if it had been like the the hand drawn Chuck Jones sketches, yeah, yeah, you, you expect hand. you expect the white glove treatment, but yeah. you know, this was some like guy doing meth in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah, you want that one? Okay. I mean, I I it's have not to a work admit, tattoo artist. <laughs> yeah. I searched on eBay plenty of times. Like I put punching, you know, Warner Brothers Studio Store Superman just to see what was out back then, and I have a few oh, items that they came used out back to then. have. Really, like it's they're stunning in their simplicity. And Dave's probably rolling his eyes, like of Adam, Batman the animated series and Superman yes! animated series statues. I have, mm-hmm. I have the Superman one. Yeah, those were gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They are the gorgeous. They, I do they, remember it's, it's, they had the superhero stuff. Yeah, the superhero stuff was cool. And I do believe I bought a Green Lantern coffee mug there. <laughs> of course, Green Lantern. You would. <laughs> Green Lantern is the best superhero. Oh boy! Well, that just that explains everything I need to know about you in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Dave said Daffy uh, Duck, it suddenly I suddenly realized Daffy Duck is like the one. Even though Marvin the Martian is my favorite, Daffy Duck's the one I quote most, and it's one quote, and it's usually when I'm out looking for something, and it's even translated into beer. Like when I go to a brewery that does a special can release, and I walk up to the cooler and I see the can, I go. I go, what the fuck? Now I have, great. I set up a whole fucking joke. I can't finish. Go figure me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but I grab it. Something effective. Mine, mine, mine. Go, go, go. Down, down, down. Yeah. And then my wife looks at me like, Jesus fucking Christ. Every time. My, my favorite <laughs> purchase I ever got at the Warner Brothers studio store. It was a Christmas present from my mother. And it was a, it was one of those fossil big tick watches. And it was a oh, Kyle, man. it was a Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern, Big mm-hmm. Tick fossil watch. And I was wearing it. I had it for about maybe a year. And I remember it was around Christmas. And I was at the movie theater, the Regal, there in Quakertown. And I was watching Castaway. And while I was there at the movies, apparently my uncle came <laughs> came to town. Roll through town on an house, stop out of the house. I wasn't there. My parent, my my mom said, "Yeah, he's at the movies." So my my uncle comes uh, to he comes to the movie theater, and actually, I get pulled out of the theater. They say, "Oh yeah, there's like, someone here to see you." Right before that happened, I hear the window of the uh, projection booth open up, and I hear a tick. And I didn't realize at the time it was it was Steve, our friend Steve. He threw a little uh, nut at me, like, a, <laughs> like you know, a nut, nut, like a metal nut yeah. at me in the theater. And I went out to talk to my uncle, and I looked at my watch. Steve took the nut, he and he a million, a, a oh one God, a million no. shot <laughs> hits hit the face of the watch and shattered it. Holy shit! That's amazing. No way. I remember going, Steve, and uh, and I remember Steve said, "Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll replace it." It's been twenty three years now; he still hasn't replaced it. Gives <laughs> you a watch, <laughs> but that was a killer watch, and and it was a million to one shot. He tossed that that metal bolt, shattered the face of it. Did he do it to get your attention to let you know that your uncle was there? Is that what he was? No, doing? I think he. I think he just knew I was sitting there. Around. I think he was just trying, to around, just trying to hit me, hit me in the head or something. But he hit, he hit my watch on my on my left hand. Bink. That's messed up. Yeah, that is insane. That's hysterically insane. It's so funny. That's but crazy. It, it, like, yeah. As I said, in the dark, he broke my. It, I, well, that was probably a seventy dollars watch at the time. 
I have a Taz one. I bought a Taz watch from the Warner Brothers Studio Store. Liz, I still have it? Yeah, it's in my top drawer. <laughs> yes, I do. So I'm looking, at the Warner, I'm looking at the no. Warner Brothers shop online now, and there's some Marvin and Martian stuff. It's not near as fun buying online as no. going to the store and, to, and, and the store. find the end. Go, oh, my God, this is new. I'm going to get this. This, this <laughs> mm-hmm. sucks. Oh, I that was it was it was we walked into Montgomery Mall right away on the left. Yep. Suncoast. Suncoast, yep. And a little bit over to the left, I you remember, know, we walked to the left, Warner Brothers store. I remember speaking of Montgomery Mall, I remember coming out of Suncoast <laughs> once. Me and Dave Smith. This is a, a thing Smitty and I did. We used to get something off the the two ninety nine rack, like one or two movies, watch it. That's what we just watched bad we loved watching bad movies. Right. We come out of that with like I think three movies that day, and, and you and you and Kel were there. Ah, oh, what'd you get? And like, here we got Rabbit Grannies and New York Ninja, and you know the ape that escaped and ate New York or whatever it was. And you're like, why do you waste that money on that shit? And there you are holding like five bags of Star Wars crap, and you're telling me I'm wasting my money. <laughs> that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's you. I I bought. They had all kind of like superhero stuff hanging things. I have them all. I, I got like 15 of them. Like every character back in the day, like the animated ones, I have all of them. Oh, you have that had... really big Superman, like folding his arms. That yeah. Yeah. Bust. Yeah. I got that. I, I got that from the one brother store. I, I love that. That store. I wish it was out, man. Now, yep. today, yep. man, all this shit that's out there now. Mm. Of what? The Snyder verse? Of, 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 of Michael Keaton? Bring it. Bring me a Michael Keaton statue, please. Christian Reeve, maybe. Oh, see, here's oh. the thing: is those things, <laughs> those things all exist. It's just now it all goes through like diamond exclusive yeah. Yeah. or yep. something. You yeah. got to You got to go to comic shops. Yeah, you got to go to the comic and toy stores to find those yeah. things. Dave, I'm, I'm kind of sad. You weren't a big fan of Warner Brothers store. I uh, Disney store is better. Dave disliking something is no surprise it's, it's, anymore. Disney Store sucks. Disney Store shit. never has I, anything worth buying. Nothing, and that's going now too. So there. I lost all faith in the Disney Store when Pocahontas Two came out. They had zero John Rolf merchandise, man. <laughs> Everything Fuck. dealing with Billy Zane. Fuck Walt Disney in the ass. Fuck Roy Disney in the ass. Fuck them all. Unless you're wow. unless you're in a market for. 17 copies of the Haunted Mansion Clue or fucking <laughs> Monorail Monopoly, then you're out of fucking luck on the Disney store. It was all just, just outfits for kids. It's all it was. Yeah. Well, the, the, the more recent Disney incarnation uh, was a little better because they did have some Disney Park stuff. Uh, and that was okay. You could go in there and get clearance Disney Park stuff, and you could find some exclusive like Star Wars things that were only at the parks. But that Disney, that while going into the Disney store was something to behold back in the day, back in the nineties, because it, it really was. It was like walking into another world. But uh, it's it, yeah, the product still sucked. No John Rolfe. Fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> We have the biggest. We literally have the yeah. biggest Disney store on Earth. That fucking World of Disney store in downtown Disney or whatever the hell they call it now, Disney Springs. And there's still not a single fucking thing in there. I'd ever buy. <laughs> I kind of felt that way uh, last year in Anaheim uh, when we were out there. I I didn't see. I didn't buy a damn yep. thing in out there. So at, Tim's in making sense. <laughs> For once. <laughs> The only thing I remember from the from a Gossamer cartoon was when he was like bugs on him or, or or saying, "Hey, 
Look out there. And he looks at, at the audience. <laughs> and then, hey, you, over here. And then, and then Gosper looks and he screams people. being watched? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he yells people and he runs through every like wall yep. behind him. It was just funny as hell because he, he, he doesn't speak. And he says, people! And he runs away. Great cartoon. So Great subject, people. regardless of what Dave thinks. Yeah. So he, he doesn't talk, right? I was going to ask you. I don't, I don't think he does. I think that's the I only time he's talked. He said people. I don't know, yeah. but I think so. <laughs> says nothing else about it and all. But Gossamer, what I thought was funny, means any sort of thin, fragile material. And he's, he's fucking <laughs> yeah. huge. So that's, that's, that was kind of funny and all but was what was he though is he a monster yeah he's 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 just a monster he's i guess one of the mad scientists you know unnamed monster you know he's like a henchman for for that for that um scientist guy right okay he's awesome like Chris, like Chris did a good job picking this <laughs> yeah it's, it, it's just the most obscure character from looney Tunes. I, i'm not gonna do bugs or dead they're they're, they're, they're they're huge you know he was how many uh hmm how many cartoons was he in? I'm trying to find a definitive it's answer six. on Wikipedia. But, oh, see, okay. This isn't very well laid out the way this is. He's in like um that the hair. The, That's um, actually more than I thought you were going to say. I was going to say he seems like he's only been in two or three, yet everyone knows who he is. But six is, well, I mean, they've made hundreds of them, but that's still said hair low. raising hair. Uh, water, water, every hair and duck dodgers in return in the 24th and a half century. Oh, wow. What was, was uh, he in that? Was he like an alien or something? I guess, I guess that he was, was still there. Well, that was a series at one point, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, that was that, one of the things that could, like they would just put the card up at the beginning of what yeah. the episode was about, and then the whole episode would be that. Yeah. What was the what was that three D thing that you would see at the New York City, uh, Warner Brothers store? There was like a Marvin March and Duck Dodgers. 3D oh, we did that spectacular. I remember that. We yeah. You had to take the escalator up. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that was, I remember going there with you and Kelly. Holy crap. I thought you were both going to. Well, what? The best part, the best part of that whole building was there was that rotunda of like, was basically like kitchen stuff. And you looked up and you oh, saw yeah. that blue sky, and in the blue sky was a little Superman flying through there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He was a little tiny. Yeah. Tim, you have such a good memory. He does, man. Tim fucking pulls out his ass. We, yeah, when we were going to Manhattan to see, you know, whatever, you would go to harass these people. We would go over there. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, it was always like, it was like, I mean, really, it, like, every time you go to Times Square, and you get there is when you remember that there's nothing to do in Times Square. But Times Square blows. It yeah, sucks. Yeah. So you get there and it's like, we're here. Look at the buildings. What should we do? There's nothing to do. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can shop. Well, what do you want to shop for? Well, there's M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it's true. M&M. They have purple a, ones. Yeah, you can buy. But it's like, but do you don't understand? You can buy all kinds of different M&Ms in different sizes. Uh, okay. Colors. Still, still M&Ms though, right? Yeah. Seven still pound M&M. M&M. Right. And then what else can we do? Well, there's a NASCAR store, oh, but boy. I don't like NASCAR. Well, well let's, let's try to find Even the Universal Naked abandoned their NASCAR attraction. <laughs> Naked Cowboy. Well, before, before um, they cleaned up Times Square, all the theme shops, because the Warner Bros. store, that was over on Fifth Avenue. 
So Times Square back then, back in the, the mid '90s, when we were going there, was still hookers and blow and porn yeah. theaters. But you go on over to Fifth Avenue, and that's where all the theme restaurants, our theme stores, were like Warner Brothers store, and when and you would walk down and see like the Motown Cafe and Planet Hollywood, though over in that region, yeah, off of near Carnegie Hall, and then down Fifth Avenue. I haven't walked Fifth Avenue in years, years and years. There's still right. nothing really to do there. Well, F.A.O. Schwartz is gone, so it's like, what are you going to do? Madame Tussauds still there? That's still there. Yeah. Remember that place we went, Chris, with my bachelor party? It was called Jekyll and Hyde's. Yeah, I remember that. It was like it was a, a like a horror a, kind of. It was a horror theme restaurant. Yeah. It was like it was like the Rainforest Cafe, but instead of like you know monkeys and shit, they had. Like shrunken heads hanging but from the wall and stuff. That sounds awesome. Babies or something like that. Yeah, it sounds it sounds awesome. Oh. But like <laughs> okay. we went and we thought it was going to be like everybody drink the blood, and it was like <laughs> you know it was like uh, you know the the Easter Island heads going you know singing songs like hey hey everybody and then there yeah. was this like face on the wall like everybody get ready, French fries are coming out fresh. <laughs> Like it wasn't scary. It was all for like eight year olds, and, and yeah. we were like, "Oh, it was dumb." Your waiter would have like an old bellhop costume on, and they're like trying to sound depressed, but they really just actually were depressed because <laughs> they worked there. And there was a belly dancer. Remember the belly dancer came around? No, oh, and yeah. was like was like you know putting her scarves on us and stuff. And I think I remember even saying like, "What does a belly dancer do with horror movies?" Like. <laughs> Would you like to try scary? the blood ale? Sure. It's actually Red Hook ESB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, New York kind of sucks. Paulus Patera is going to freaking write us now, damn it. it I, mean, it. I mean, that part of New York, anyway. The touristy stuff. Yeah. The tourist. Yeah, where do you want to eat? Do you want to eat a Bubba Gump? No, I don't. Again? Again? Yeah. <laughs> You know, speaking of the M&M store, I went to the M&M store at the Mall of America <laughs> and I went in there and I, I felt like I was I think I was the only person in the store and everybody looked at me like I was bothering them for being <laughs> in there because I, I, I had no real shopping agenda. But they were all like, what's this guy doing here? I'm like, oh, I'm looking at your M's and M's. <laughs> I remember I don't know where we ate. We ate somewhere. Um, Cal and the kids or something, and we ate up high. It was a restaurant, whatever it was, high, Bubba Gumps, whatever it was, Planet Hollywood. And the most disgusting thing, which, if you look out the window, there's all fucking confetti like, on parts of the sign or the building that they can't reach, whatever, and you just don't know it was from that year oh, or from 30 yeah. years ago. It was from New Year's Eve, 1975. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's just, there's this confetti in every crevice that the oh, wind can't blow around. DNA of Dick Clark on there. We can bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the one time we were there, we walked past whatever theater was starting to show that Spider-Man musical was uh, uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. What is it? That was a bring, bring on the darker. Turn on bring the darker. On the dark. <laughs> Let it go darker. Dark something. I that was called. They were basically giving, because every, I mean, I kept reading about that because people were excited about it. And I guess Bono and the Edge had written the music yeah. and it was like a big deal. And then every week a new Spider-Man would go down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody would fall from like, you know, many stories. And they'd be like, get another Spider-Man. Yeah. 
It's like there's so many crippled Peter Parkers out there as a result of that. And they were basically <laughs> giving away the tickets. We, we walked past, and the guy was like, "Hey, you guys want to see Spider Man?" And we're like, "No, we nope. got to get out of here." And the guy was, was like, "Come on, just come in, please." <laughs> like, I no. remember the last big push for that was New Year's Eve with Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffin, and there was a <laughs> there was a a bit where where Anderson Cooper got kidnapped by the Green Goblin, and he was put in the middle of one of their numbers. And then they <laughs> they cut back to him and Kathy Griffin, and and say what you will about Kathy Griffin, but she was laughing so hard she could not catch her breath at him. It was <laughs> fucking hilarious to see this. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine just like all the Spider-Man that had like splattered on the floor all outside, like shaking their little money, uh, their money, their tin cups. I got no legs. I got got no legs. (laughs) You got no fucking legs. (laughs) That was a Rambo reference. I got it. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you guys ever seen a Broadway show there? Like like a nice one, like inside. I've never actually, no, I've never seen a show on Broadway. Yeah, I saw the Broadway Lion show King. tours in other states, but not there. I saw the Lion King at the New Amsterdam Theater, and in May, I'm so excited. I'm going to see Sweeney Todd with oh. Mr. Josh Groban. Oh, there we oh, go. Wow. I've seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, the musical with Norbert Leo Butts, and, and uh, what's his name? Jonathan Price. Nice. I saw Chicago. No one was in it. Like I saw the Chicago run that had no stars. <laughs> and uh, and then I saw Six Dance Lessons in Six Weeks, the one that Mark Hamill did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the only one. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was funny is uh, that for the Six Dance Lessons, I bought the cheapest ticket, the one way up in the Belfry, man. And when I got in there, it said, you've been upgraded. I was like third row. <laughs> <laughs> you upgraded where? On the stage. Yeah, I paid. I paid. I, I remember. I literally paid twenty five dollars for that ticket, and I was whoop, right there. Did Mark wow. Hamill remember you? He probably made eye contact with you. There was nobody there. And, uh, hey, I remember you from yesterday. I, the, the only, only. That's it. The only thing I remember about that show is there's a part where he just starts screaming, "Motherfucker!" Where he says he says the f word. He yells it. And there's that's, no that's cigarette really... butts in this ashtray we're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody clean out this ashtray. <laughs> That's that's all I remember from it. It's just coming in like 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 I'm a fucking fucking fuck something like that. He just it gets really frustrated. He says the fuck says fuck, and I'm like, Luke, Skywalker, what do you say? Yeah, but I never yeah I never I wanted to see Rocky when that was on there a couple of years ago. I never got there, but they have a Back to the Future one that's going on right now. No, I'm tempted. God. One, <laughs> no way that can be good. One book, one one gigawatts. And there's also there's that the Michael Jackson thing that was there. I don't know if it's still there. Probably. That would I would love to have seen that. Sweeney Todd, rock, God rock with you. <laughs> Sweeney Todd, Sweeney Todd would be fun. Yeah, and Darn, uh, that's good. Are you a fan of him uh, of Josh? Josh Groban? Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's no no not many voices on planet Earth like that. And the kid from uh, what's that uh, Stranger Things? The kid is the kid in the show. The kid oh, is wow. the kid. The <laughs> There's like ten kids on that show. Thanks. What's yeah, the exactly. Kid? They're all kids. What's the kid with the curly hair? Dustin something or sure? Oh, yeah, the kid that has the weird, the weird teeth. Yeah. Yes. 
He's yeah. in it. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm so excited. Who plays the uh, the lady? The lady interest. Um, she won a Tony for something else. Did you, do you remember that show it was on where the guy needed like a kidney donor? And he met this random woman, and then they kind of fell in love. It was a sitcom. It was on like a couple years ago. I Sounds fucking hilarious. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she was in that. Um, she's great too. I I can't remember her name of the thing. Really it's memorable. All about, it's all about the Groban for me. Love that guy. Are you gonna wait outside, sign please? <laughs> Absolutely not. Was he in Star Wars? Do you want me to take your poster? Uh, he did a voice on Robot Chicken, I think. Fit Star Wars in here somehow. <laughs> did, did you watch? He was just on like a like a musical on ABC. Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Yeah, he did was the Beast. That? Yeah, I watched it. He was the Beast. Okay. If that guy's opening his face and music is coming out of it, I'm gonna listen. I don't know who wow. this is. Did you ever say he'd see him in concert, Dave? Like that, who concert? the fuck is this no. guy? You know Josh Groban. Yeah. He was in the Muppets. He was? Oh, that's Muppets. right. Yeah, he was. Yeah. The second Muppets. He was the guy that was in the box the whole time. Okay. Most wanted. Most, <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was like in the Russian prison camp. He was in the box the whole time. I just remember Dwayne Clement from that. <laughs> yeah. He sings, he he sings real well. Man, or is he a Muppet? But that's that's Gossamer Warner Brothers Studio Store. And we learned Josh. nothing about this character. When does <laughs> yeah. when this episode start? There's really nothing. Just, I just like the character. There's nothing really. <laughs> people. That's it. People. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do, do, an, I'm gonna do an episode about just someone I like. Yeah, I just I like Brutus from, yeah. Uh, yeah, from Popeye. Was, that's Popeye. I like Popeye. I like Bluto. Um. But this gives us time now to go around the room. <laughs> we're not in the same room. And fix this episode. Um, what pissed off Dave? Oh, God. What did Matt make? What did Tim see? And what, one of my adventures, I guess. Your adventures? Yeah. One of my things. that I got two, but I wanna, I'm saving one for another show. I got two stories to tell. Oh, well, tell one of them. What was your adventure? I went, me, the wife, and son went to a, a convention in Pittsburgh, Steel City Comic Con, a couple weeks ago. And there's two people there. I'll tell this story about, I think he's 80-ish, I think, or late 70s. Richard Dreyfus, Matt Hooper from Jaws. Okay? Yes. Yeah. That's the guy. But you yes, that guy. <laughs> Where he, would you like me to sign? He fucking, well, he's an old man. He's fragile. I understand this. The show was at 10. No stars are there at 10 o'clock, which always pisses me off. We're there in line. For an autograph, okay? Get there on, on fucking time. You should be there before the doors open. Yeah. As as I'm this sounds like dolens. more like what pissed Chris off than your adventures. You know what? This did this this whole story did piss me off, all right? Mm-hmm. Hour and a half, eleven thirty, he finally shows up. Oh so I waited an hour and a half just to see him walk in the side door by his fucking uh, booth area, okay? Mm-hmm. The man's tiny, the man's fragile. His right leg was like kind of like crooked, like cockeyed. He had he had a pretty Pretty big limp going on. Shark bit him. He's, he, <laughs> where at? He bit him in his ass. <laughs> um, so an hour and a half just to see him walk in, and another hour and a half till we finally got up there. Three hours for Richard Dreyfus. Okay. Yeah. One of my favorite films of all time. John, I have a poster signed by Susan Blackline, who was the lady in the opening who got pulled under. She's on the poster up top. 
and someone else named I don't know I don't know this guy's name the guy who played the kid Kittner gets pulled down in the raft yeah he, the, he, the one the mom slaps him right yes he's he's on the poster too so I have I got you know Quint's gone Broyer's gone there's only one main star left all right fine whatever how much was that his autograph this is this this is I'm Dave now this is that pissed me off eight by ten he was I think eighty dollars. Mm. If anything bigger than eleven by seventeen or some kind of weird size, a poster size, hundred bucks. Why? I fucking hate that. I fucking hate that. I told him this. It's more money. It's another twenty for his name. Another twenty for a fucking quote. Wow. So I just spent a hundred bucks for the thing that says R. Dreyfus looks like a fucking eight-year-old writer because he's old and frail and fragile, which I understand fine. So they charge you by the size of what you're having signed? Some people do that's now. ridiculous. Yeah. That is I, the weirdest shit you guys have told us. That's the weird. That's the dumbest. Like Dolph Lundgren will sign 8 by 10 <clears> one price, whatever. Like little things. Dolph but Lundgren bring, should be paying me to see him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you bring boxing gloves, boxing shorts, like something else that's bigger and obsolete i guess than than the funko pops or whatever else people bring in it's more money that's ridiculous. It's annoying. I, did, I did see that i looked at the michael j fox thing when he was at one of your things there and if you get him to sign like a skateboard like yeah. one, you know you can get the hover you can get the hoverboard from yeah. the second one um that's extra what the hell difference does it make you're just putting your that's, name on something i know that's that it's it's just greed. it's just ways of fleecing people it's just way of Fucking him up the ass. Michael J. Fox takes all that money and turns it back into his foundation. I was going to say, he's the That's only, one. One, I'd, he's the only yeah. one I'd give a pass to on that. And because that, of that. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to I want to point that out. I'm not complaining about <clears throat> Michael J. Fox doing that as compared to Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like signing. Like, even now, this is another story I went to another time. But this doesn't involve him. But Dean Cain was at the show I was at, okay? No, I know, Lord. I know. See, I don't, don't. You can. I'm going to say this, and you can just take it in. Mm. Eight by ten was one price. A little bit bigger, another price. A Superman cape was pricier than fucking hell. Everything that like anything bigger than like an eleven by seventeen picture, Dean King was charging more money. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that it, is so mean. That 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 just alienates the, your fan base. Well, because you even get like a brochure when, when you when you're waiting waiting and outside in line, you get like here's the here's the star of the autograph, and some of them say fifty slash eighty, eighty slash a hundred, and it doesn't say why it says slash this slash that. That's ridiculous. Oh, that's wrong. but here's yeah. the thing that really pisses me off. Okay, I get we get up there. I, I say, oh, you're in the greatest movie of all time. Jaws is fantastic. You're awesome. Just short and sweet because people are waiting. You know, I don't want to be talking long. I I know how it feels. All right. Mm-hmm. He leans over and he goes, <clears throat> he goes. Do you know this, this poster over in Europe or Britain or something? The woman up top has nipples. In the U.S. poster version, the nipples aren't there. So what I like to do is, oh no, he leans over, no, <laughs> he fucking leans over and he draws. Oh, he tries, yeah. he, he's old as shit. He tried to find where the nipple belonged on the titty. Uh, and is Dave laughing already? Yeah. <laughs> and draws nipples on my Jaws poster. That's like now, when, when Ron Jeremy drew boobs on the ghost on Derek's mm-hmm. Ghostbuster album. Yeah. 
it's and then here's the thing like like that's worse here's the thing for me is like if anybody else yeah if you guys came over to my house and drew nipples on my doors paper i would say what the fuck are you doing man but since it's matt hooper richard Travis, who's in jaws and he did it it's a good story it's still upsetting yeah <laughs> but it's a good story so so he actually did it yeah Oh yeah, he there's did, two black dots on the girl's nipples uh, swimming on top of the ocean. Why did he get a red marker and do it in red? In a time, man, he, he had a line. He first, and then the nipples. He had a line. Did he charge, yeah, you, did he charge you an extra twenty for each? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. By the way, that's another forty dollars. <laughs> I don't know why he's Louis that, Anderson, but that wasn't on the post <laughs> on, the, on his autograph uh, price chart. But it's just like, do you do that to all the fucking Jaws posters that don't have nipples? Like, what are you doing? He's a perv. Yeah, even he, yeah, he's he's that's that's that was a weird thing to do, and it's like, what are you gonna do? Who did that? Richard Dreyfus, Matt Hooper. He drew that on my poster. So you should have yelled at him. What the fuck are you doing, Mister Holland? I, I Knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> So that's one of my stories. That's my adventures, and I, I'm, I'm dating this episode. I was pretty, pretty upset. You have every right to be. <laughs> yeah, when I, it when it comes to those upcharges, like I, I got what's his name, the guy, the voice Anakin Skywalker on the Clone Wars. I got him to sign my Mandalorian poster. Matt, Matt Lanter, yeah. Matt Lanter. It was like he was like sixty dollars, but posters were like ninety dollars. Yeah. Stupid. And it's I'm like, I'm like, fucking fuck, ninety bucks. I mean, it, it was it. I and all these places it. take take cash. You can't just tr- like, you got to have it. All right, here's here's twenty, forty, sixty, eight, ninety. I, you you got to pay right there. I understand charging for photos. Photos take time. Yeah, and At photos the table, slow yeah. the line down long. So you got to put a paywall there to keep the line moving. But. The difference between a uh, action figure and a poster mm-hmm. and a Funko uh, eight Pop, by ten, you're all this that motherfucker on the other side of the the table. They're already getting their seven pounds of flesh. You're paying them. Why should it matter if their scribble is on a poster or on a boxing glove? Fuck it. Why 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 should we have to pay that? I know I, I was standing uh, Carl Weathers at celebration. Some guy brought up a custom action figure he had made, and Carl Weathers, I think he says he was charging $200 to sign an action figure. (laughs) So he told him, he told him he had to like give him like four autograph tickets. Wow. To get him to sign his his special figure. Uh, And I was like, I was like, wow, you dick. They must do that because they figure some of those people that are getting things signed are dealers. Yes, sell it. They're going to turn around and sell that but, poster for a lot or the action figure said they want their cut. But they are they're already getting their cut. You're paying them. I'm not saying it's right. I'm it's, trying to figure out why they would do it. It's it's like Funko, let's say let's say Funko has a Darth Vader pop. They charge the they charge you if you're buying it from their store, you pay $12 for it. And then it's the secondary market. They've already got their $12. Who cares what you sell it for in the secondary market? Right. So, fuck those fucks. All I can say, Joel Hodgson didn't charge me a penny and brought us in $500 for the Armor Project. Some, Yeah. Some of those guys are very, very cool. But then some of the upper echelon 
ones get a little crazy with their pricing. And it's only getting worse. Chris, well, that's, that's my oh, adventure. I did have a question, Chris. I meant to ask this yeah. during the Gossamer episode. Did you see any of those Warner Brother crossover comics of like Superman and Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd and I don't know who the hell was comics? Like yeah. no, but I remember the, yeah. the cartoon. And there was, oh, it was a com- yeah. yeah comic book line. It was um, I know uh, John Jones, Martian Manhunter, Marvin the Martian. There was a crossover with um, Harley Quinn and Gossamer. Ooh. Oh no, I didn't uh, see that. Oh, okay. Well, now, now you know it's out there. I will. I'm going to look for those. Okay. <laughs> I think it was Daffy Duck and Joker. Now I think about it. There you go, Dave. Two things to hate. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like both those things. Oh, okay. Well, Tim, how about, what what what'd you do? Anything? What did you see? Uh, Concerts, well, anybody? Uh, well, I got some tickets for Tom Jones coming up next month. <laughs> I mean, Tom, yeah. see that in. Tom Jones, this will be the fifth time, I think. Fifth or sixth. That's awesome. <laughs> love that. I love Tom Jones. Uh, but no, I uh, I went up to Indianapolis a couple weeks ago. I had two days off in a row, and I, I left work and just drove overnight to go up to Indianapolis. And I went to a Sixers game. Dave was watching the game on TV while I was sitting up there in the nosebleeds. Um, and uh, Will Ferrell and both Will Ferrell and 50 Cent were both in the audience. At this, uh, at the Sixers versus the Pacers game, but while I was up there, I went and did some grape hunting, and uh, <laughs> I drove over to James Dean, James Dean's grave, James Dean, yeah, is that that's right, yeah, James you, Dean, right? Yeah, yeah, you sent. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid there's there's a there's a porn star named James Dean, and I'm thinking, am I, am I saying it right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I went to I went to James Dean, his gravesite, his hometown, and everything. It was really cool, and and apparently uh, Jim Davis is from there too. But they didn't have any Jim Davis stuff. <laughs> um, the Garfield then, guy, yeah, the, he's, <laughs> he's from was a Fair Ball yeah. or Fair, Fairfield in Illin, Indiana. I think it was what it is. Well, you didn't go on Monday, did you? Because I understand they hate Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I I drove over to Axel Rose's hometown of Lafayette. And I ate at Axel Rose's favorite pizza place, Arnie's, and I found the pizza to be subpar. To say, I think there's more than one these days for him. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> I love pizza. But uh, and then uh, I went out to Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon. He's buried just on the other side of town, so I visited his grave. One thing that I didn't get to do on the trip because it wasn't open the day that I was going through, but apparently Bob Ross. The house that he lived in is open for tours now. They have like oh, wow. a Bob Ross museum there. So if I'm able to get up in that area again, Bob Ross, baby. That's the channel we leave on Pluto for our new dog when he goes to sleep. Is the Bob, Bob Ross story painting channel on Pluto. Yep. Is it soothing? Yeah, I think so. He slept through the yeah. night, so it's working. Oh, nice. Very nice. Very nice. nice. Matt, what did you... God, I made a lot of stuff, but I, I got actually, I have a, I, I may have a story about what I do during brewing, but I got to ask Tim a question Ooh, because right. I'll tell because it was, it's what's led me to this new current obsession. So first you just said in passing, like literally in passing in one of our episodes that you were planning on an episode that had to do with wrestling. And you said it wasn't necessarily a wrestler, but it was a concept. So my only question, and based on your, you can give me a yes or no answer. And I think it'll, it'll, satisfy what i need to know whether i'm going to pursue mine or not 
Does it have anything, even in the slightest, to do with music? No. Okay, cool. All right. No, I think I know where you're going. <laughs> you might know that. now, yeah. But but, be- but no, it's uh, be- it, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't. because you said that, I looked up something that I'm now going to do an episode on in the future, and it led me to this. It, here's where it comes in with brewing. I... The the name of my fictitious brewery is Big Monster Brewing. It's because I used to watch a lot of Japanese monster movies while brewing because it's a it's a four to six hour process. So I just need something in the background, and that was that was great. I was catching up on movies I'd never seen. I've seen them all five times now, so I'm always looking for something new to watch. And when Tim brought up that wrestling thing, I looked up this particular subject that I'm going to now pursue doing an episode for, and I found this channel on YouTube. I think I believe its name is 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 simply Paul's Wrestling Channel. He, I don't know if he taped these or if he ripped these from the WWE streaming service or what. He's taken all of the interview segments and all of the big matches and all of the interstitials from those WWF Saturday one-hour things by month and posted them on there. He'll like have February 1988, March 1988, like all of them. I've been watching the fuck out of those, and it's so much fun how like how yeah. nostalgic those are. And my current favorite one so far right now is when Captain Lou Albano was retiring. He did, he wrestled a match and he managed a, a wrestler's match and like on his, like as a swan song. And, and the, the, he was managing the killer bees and they lost. Then he was uh-huh. matched up with the British Bulldogs and he won. He actually did the pin on, uh, what's his name? Uh, fabulous Johnny V Vance or something like that. But then they followed, they did one of those things that I used to love. They, the camera followed him all the way into the dressing room, and they go into the dressing room, and all the good guy wrestlers are singing, for he's a jolly good fellow, and the whole thing, and like, <laughs> nobody can deny. And then at one point, the camera shifts over to the corner, and there's George Animal Steel going, happy birthday to <laughs> you, <laughs> over and over. I, <laughs> it was I fucking forget, hilarious. I forget what it was. It was someone's wedding. It was on. I, I watched it on uh, Peacock. You can watch old WWE stuff because there's the WWE thing on the That's Peacock awesome. thing. And oh, I forget whose wedding it was. It was. It might have been George. It might have been George the Animal Steel's wedding. It was a wedding, and you could tell it was done in Allentown. This is back when oh, they wow. did all their <laughs> cool. all their things at the fairgrounds. You could tell it was in one of the ra- rooms over in the fairgrounds thing. But uh, it was someone's wedding, and it was the. It was the uh, uh, the reception. So, like, Captain Lou was there, and, like, Fred Blassie was there, and George Animal Steel, and all those guys. And it was just, like, just the, the – the, what do you would expect? The, like, the madcap people, like, yeah. tripping over yeah. things and hitting each other with food and stuff like that, and food fights. Yeah, funny it's stuff. Great. It's great. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to have to start naming some of my beers after this. I'm going to I'm gonna name one happy birthday to you, and you guys are the only ones that are going to get the name of that beer <laughs> if it wins. You should, you should just name one of them George the Animal Beer. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and just have, a, just have like a green tongue on the outside. And then, then I stupidly, I mean, I knew George Animal Steel, that was a bit, but I, I stupidly, I should have never done this. Like, just some things you should leave alone in life. I looked up, I literally put in the, the phrase George Animal Steel out of character and saw an interview with him out of character. I was like, I wish I'd never watched this. You know, I just like the illusion of George Animal. That's what I grew Isn't up with. Isn't he like, like really like articulate and yeah. smart? Oh, and yeah. Like a, yep. 
He's yeah. like he's like a Rhodes Scholar or yeah. something. Uh, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I've heard all kinds of stuff like that. But <laughs> but listening to his interview, it's like that's that's nothing. I was like you know, we used to see, but that was that's been my like ever since Tim just mentioned wrestling. It's like I've been on this binge, and that's what I watch while brewing. And I've done a lot of brewing because we're in the midst. We are literally in the middle of competition season. The second competition is three weeks away. I've already put my beers in. They've been judged. I just don't know the results. And that's two out of seven. So we're I'm brewing all the time, and I am doing nothing but watching '80s vintage wrestling while I do it. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah you got to name something. You yeah, got to, <laughs> homage. You can you can go down a rabbit hole with yes. that stuff. Yep. Yep. How about like green tongues and turnbuckles <laughs> ESB or something like that? I am a real American IPA. Skin of a hot dog IPA. You know who wrote the I am a real um, I was um, <sighs> I used to know. A uh, Rick Derringer. That's it. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. That was it. Do you awesome. know, wow. speaking of all that, there used to be the uh, Hulk Hogan and Friends cartoon. Do you guys know who voiced oh, Hulk yeah. Hogan? No. No. Brad Garrett. Oh, oh wow. Jeez. He's got yeah, that Everybody voice. loves Raymond. Yep. Raymond. Ray. I need, I need Brad Garrett's autograph because he did. Uh, it was Jim Rage on the tick. Well, you better hope he don't charge by the signage. That's right. Yeah. yeah. By his name. By his height, Tim. Oh mm-hmm. shit. Everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> now, uh, have you, now uh, speaking of uh him, have you I don't know, do you guys have Jimmy John's up up in Pennsylvania? Yeah, we have the commercials. <laughs> the commercials are <laughs> I love the commercials where he plays like a he plays yeah. like a mob guy. Damn you, Jimmy John's! Jimmy's <laughs> John's they're funny commercials. They are funny. Is it Dave's turn to see what pissed them off? Uh, yeah, here we go. Save this Dave, episode, because he's a Disney I, guy. I don't, I don't think that, I mean, whatever I was thinking about pales in comparison to your story about this autograph. This is what pisses me off now. Yeah. Okay. I'm pissed off for you. So I, I'm, I'm just forfeiting my, my pissed offedness into yours because that is wrong. That is com- <laughs> that, that is, is wrong. I agree. Really I don't wrong. think anyone on this show disagrees with that. <laughs> yeah. So that, I'm I'm using I'm using that. I I feel like it, this is a hobby of yours, and you're really passionate about it. Um, they're they're gonna price people out of it, right? Aren't they? Absolutely, like, that's that's their point. I think. Yeah, they're trying to like make the line go faster or something, or the the, the dealers don't sell it and make more. I don't fucking know. So, so they would rather have fewer people in line. But charge those people more, yeah. and then they get the hell out of there. They're going to hit that tipping point where it's too much and not enough people, and they'll be like, "Wait a minute, why am I making so much less than I did last visit?" Right. Yeah. Like at some point, this has got to bite them in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's going like, to. Like, are are you noticing as a person that goes to these things a lot, the lines being shorter? No, it's it's every time Tim and I go to something, man, it just gets worse and worse and worse. It's just it's so popular now. People don't people will spend anything. anything. What it is, is I would say over the past 10 years, the convention and autograph circuit has like increased like tenfold. 
So the people that are coming now didn't go to conventions back in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s when you could go up to someone and get a $10 autograph. Mm-hmm. Those days are done. Like even if you went to like Chiller Theater and the Chulies Gum guy from Clerks is there, he's probably still charging you 40 bucks. Um, but yeah, what it is is you you get you get all these people that they they just don't they never experienced it when you would go and you would you would get a it was you know fifteen dollars for an autograph on an eight by ten ten dollars on your own item didn't matter what your own item was yeah 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 it, it didn't care it was it's just it's it's a money hungry it's, and I don't even know if it's the people the star makes the prices or if the the convention makes prices. Like, right. You you never know. I think they they each blame each other, kind of thing. You know, the, the convention. It sounds like, the, it sounds the conven- like a ticket. Like the the you know Ticketmaster will blame Taylor Swift. Yeah, and Taylor yeah, yeah. Swift will blame Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. So it that reminds me of this. I'm sorry, Tim. I mean, cut you off. That's, that's okay. What, that's okay. That's what it's. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, that the sounds about is, right. Actually. Yeah. The 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 um. The convention people say the the guests charge what they charge, and the guests will say, "Well, the convention takes you know ten percent, and right. they have to you know and they and they, so they they keep going back and forth." And then same thing with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift blames Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster yeah, blames yeah. Taylor Swift. But who who wins in the end? Ticketmaster and Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. Same thing with the convention. the The fans yeah. the the fans get you know they they get a red hot poker up their butthole. Um, <laughs> these. <laughs> there's funny. There's a funny. Just to say, butthole is funny. What's, what's that cost? <laughs> yeah. How much does that cost? Is that on their their price list? Is yeah. it on? Is it with their item or my own item? Yeah, yeah with, with my own with, poker with my your... poker or your poker, Taylor. Yeah. Do you ever see yourself as an autographs collector, um, saying I'm done? This is either too much because of the money or the trouble. Like you know, as we get older, well, are you going to do this till you're till you're dead? I've uh it's rough now, I will say that. I've adapted in that I have but I used to have a poster for every movie. Boom, boom, boom. As an all well, we we had the trilogy, the original trilogy poster. Then we had one for each of the prequels. And then I bought one poster for the post Disney movies, and I have a Mandalorian poster and a Clone Wars poster. So that's a lot of posters still. But uh but now um, rather than getting multiple things signed for a lot of, in a lot of cases, I can just get one item signed and I'm done. I don't need to worry about going and getting Ian McDermott's autograph next year for paying another hundred dollars for that. If I get him to sign this one thing, I'm done. Right. I'm, he's that, he's dead. He's dead to me. Very smart. Like I wish we started with a, just a poster that says come on this soon to, to a galaxy near you star. Wars. Yeah. Everything that would have been, but I mean, star Wars. 30, 25 years ago when we started doing this, we thought we'd do it for like four years, and then we the fad would be over. So. Yeah, and 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 you've, and I'm I told Tim on too. It's easier now for for me and him mostly. Like when when there's a convention, we don't need everybody there anymore. We need maybe like three or four people. It's like oh wow, we don't have these guys yet. Let's just you know we don't need the emperor and three PO and you know Mark Hamill. It's like we we need him on maybe I need him on like the newer shit, but I already got him on the movie that matters kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't really care anymore i already got him on, on what i wanted him on originally you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it's it is it's i don't know how people I mean like 
going to their first convention, all these celebrations going on, man. She bring bring your 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 vault of money. You know, at, least at, the, at the last celebration, I think I spent over a thousand dollars on autographs. autographs. Just yeah. autographs, yeah. And I remember at the first one, we spent like two hundred dollars, and we got like twenty autographs. Yeah, um, it's, it's insane. It's insane, and, uh, and then they draw tits on your poster, and then it's even worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt and I spent the same amount of money at the stores yes, to mention on autographs. <laughs> and and anything else for that matter, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. But I, I, I hear you. Like what if what I if mean, you... for, for me, like Tim and I have the same thing with concerts. Like it it's it's it gets out of control, but then you're like, but I gotta go. You know, what so if they, you had they a, got you by the balls? It's like you know. Well, speaking about balls, what if you had an eight by ten of John Cruck, all right? And he had it was his full body shot, and he drew one testicle on his groin area. Would you be pissed? I I mean, <laughs> I don't collect autographs, so I don't care, and I wouldn't. I would never. I th- that was actually what I was going to complain about. I was going to complain about John Crook and oh. the Philly the Philly <laughs> broadcasters, but then well, I decided. What did he do? That, I saw I saw someone post something, but they didn't explain what happened. Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just horrible. Yeah. Like he didn't do it. He didn't do anything. Um, you know what he? You know it would be nice if he mixed in talking about the game he's watching every once in a yeah. while. I'm not asking to sit and watch the whole game. I know it's a lot to ask, but every once in a while, you know, mix in a little baseball. So I basically, just, he does Swick outside the galaxy, but yeah. on baseball. Totally. Yeah. He <laughs> totally does. I can see how that get annoying. He and the guy, I mean, all right, I'll, I'll complain. You got me to complain. <laughs> Took a lot I, too. I consider. I think we asked. I consider <laughs> the job of baseball broadcaster to be the greatest job on the planet. You get paid to watch the game and talk about what's happening. Um, I, I couldn't think of a better job. And the we were, I guess, spoiled in the Philadelphia area area growing up with the finest television broadcaster of baseball ever in Harry Callis and, and his partner, especially when he was partners with Richie Ashburn. I actually am Facebook friends with the paid by play announcer of the Phillies who is possibly the worst. He's not possible. He's the worst. (laughs) I actually messaged him during the game today, and he saw it. Um, oh, I'll read you what I wrote him. <laughs> Fuck I you, had, asshole! I've, I've had conversations with this man while he's doing his job. His name's Tom McCarthy. And uh, first of all, why are you checking your messages during your work? <laughs> but I have old messages on here, like last year. There was during a game. He had no idea why something was happening. And I explained it to him on the message. And he wrote back, great point. And then wrote, thanks again, David, after I like answered what the problem was. And then he said my name on there. He was like, oh, David Fox has you know, chimed in with this. And they were all like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. Like, this is your job. You're supposed <laughs> to know this shit. So today they were talking about, at one point, pretty much anything. Tom McCarthy was talking about his dogs. Um, John Crook has talked about his toenails on the air yeah. at times. Um, today he was talking about some TikTok that he watched where a uh, man in a bunny suit was getting in bar fights and like throwing haymakers at people. 
Oh shit! Did he give the account? I want to see that. <laughs> they will. They will <laughs> go out of their way to talk about anything but baseball. They'll miss entire batters. Oh, I can relate to that. <laughs> so this bothers me because it's like my favorite thing. I think and it sounds I think reasonable. This is, the, this is the greatest job ever, and they're horrible at it. They have a lot of private conversations where they talk about people that nobody knows but the two of them. Um, you know, th- this is not what what their job is. So this is what I wrote to him. Now, mind you, I'd had a, a few beers. <laughs> Please try to mix in a smattering of baseball talk during the broadcast. I'm sure your dog is lovely, and I'm sure Crook's TikTok watch game is strong. But sweet fancy Moses, so many personal stories and inside jokes. <coughs> These are off the air stories. Harry Callis would be ashamed. Damn. So I wrote Those that fighting Tom, words. I wrote that to Tom McCarthy. He saw it minutes later because you can see when someone's looked at it. Uh-huh. This is this is during the inning. He's checking my Facebook message. So I'm just saying. In reply. No. Wow. I'm sure we're no longer friends, which I don't care. Um, the man has been blessed with the greatest job to me in the city. And I got to hear about toenails and dogs. So that's my thing. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. They ruin, they, they are, they ruin the games. I, I don't actually, once I give them a shot and once they start, I turn the um, sound bar off and I just listen to music during the game. Like that's what we've gone through. You, we used to have Harry Callis. And now I don't even listen to them. I listen to my, you know, playlists during the game. Yeah. You don't turn on the uh, like the radio. Listen to the radio version. Is it the, is that? They're a little better, um, but it also it doesn't uh, match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the like there's a delay and stuff. Like yeah, that. It, doesn't, it doesn't match up. Dave, let me ask you. Uh, I've 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 decided to invest in a couple Asian baseball players and buying their cards. Okay. Let me let me let me get your opinion on these two two players. Did not okay. one of them? That's where the conversation was going. But continue. <laughs> yeah, really. You never know what Tim. Yeah. For I, I, I bought these as potential investments for the future. One yeah. of them is Lee Jung Hoo. Who? Lee Jung Hoo. I know. Because he doesn't ring a bell for you. I don't know who it is. No, he's he plays. He's like he's like the top Korean player over there. Okay. And the other one is a guy who's in the minor leagues right now. Uh, Ji Hwan Bay. Does that ring a bell to you? No, I'm no. sure these guys were in the World Baseball Classic, but I don't. Uh, I, I yeah, I know, I know Lee Jung Hoo was. Um, uh, Ji Hwan Bay, I think, plays minor league in, in Indianapolis, but before that, he was uh, with uh, uh, somewhere else. Sorry, over here. Ah, fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> Good one, man. Uh, I don't know. The Greensboro Grasshoppers. <laughs> what a great name. So I bet their broadcasters watch the game and actually talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, I bought, I bought these these uh, these these Korean baseball cards. You know, I'm I'm hoping that these guys are like new, like Otani's or whatever. Right. Well, I wish you luck. Me too. I wish myself luck. <laughs> I want to know anyone out there listening to this. Can you time how long we talk about Gossamer in this, this episode? <laughs> Six <laughs> minutes. No, there's no stopwatch that goes that quick. <laughs> um, well, Dave, thank you for, for diving into that. I know, I know how much that 
would bother you. It bothers me a lot. Bother me. <laughs> Uh, well, all right, I guess that's it. I guess it's, it's customers done. I guess, you know, and everything else we talked about. Titties on, on you know, on women. On Jaws poster. Um, Rest, wrestling. Ba- wrestling. Baseball announcers pissing off Dave. A lot of talk about Disney Store and Warner yeah, Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers Studio Store. <laughs> I might just label yeah. this a Warner Brothers Studio Store episode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the big tick watch fiasco. Yeah. Thanks, That's not Steve. A bad idea. Just call it the Warner Brothers store. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, we're in Warner Brothers store. Well, all right. Well, thanks for everyone out there for you know joining us in our galaxy, and we'll see you next time when we go somewhere else across the galaxy. People. <laughs> thanks for listening to Swick presents Outside the Galaxy. Outside the Galaxy is a NeoZaz.com production. For more great content and original productions, please visit Neozaz.com. Neozaz.com and Swick Presents Outside the Galaxy is proudly 100% listener-supported. To learn how you can help support the work done by Neozaz.com and get access to exclusive content, please visit Patreon.com slash Neozaz. To help support the show for free, please consider taking a couple minutes to leave a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you download this podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.